When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Bye, bye, bye. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the Monday morning episode. Um, you have a water bottle with you, Sam. I believe you're planning to hydrate throughout this episode. You're taking a sip Hydrating now. now yeah. mm. There it is. Live hydration. Live hydration. On Top Flight Time Machine. This is not um, yeah. a commercial tie-in or a sponsorship or anything like that. Uh, we haven't no. been... Uh, it's just pro- tap water. It's just tap water. I'm hydrating just with tap water, mate. Why not? It's all I hydrate with. So yeah. we're, we're, just saying, we're just saying stay hydrated. Uh, yeah, it's Stay Hydrated Month in May, obviously. Fortnight. It's a month now, is it? It used to be a fortnight when I was younger. Yeah, it's been extended to a ma- to a month. That's good. And we're just right behind this movement for people, everyone, Oof. young or old, <laughs> black or white, gay, straight, all the genders, the whole kaleidoscope of genders. Church of England, and so, however Catholic, you identify, Muslim, Buddhist, and all the even others, the Hindus, Jewish. all of you, get some fucking water on board because it's important. The, the, the for, weird thing for your is, organs. though, did you mm. say orphans? No, your organs. Oh, but right. if you're but an orphan, your, also hydrate. Especially orphans, because orf- orphans mm. often don't have anyone to tell them to hydrate because of the um, lack of parental They've got no influence. one overseeing it. They, they, so, they don't have a caregiver. Uh, and also, if they're orphans, they often they can only hydrate from, like I don't know, licking puddles in the street. But yeah. listen, <laughs> that's fine. If that's the only hydration you have access to, that's fine. Go for it. Do you it. see a puddle? Have a lap at it. Do it. I mean the, the the number of orphans that get hospitalised every every year through dehydration is just through the roof, and I think that's why um, National Hydration Month was was created mainly for the orphans. The weird thing is though, it, it starts was, yeah. today. It starts on the sixteenth of May and it goes through the sixteenth of June. It's not like an actual calendar month. It's really weird. But who are we to no. argue with the the hydration um, yeah. people? They know they know their industry more than we do. So uh, remember when we were kids, they used to do those ads, didn't they? Water. Have you had a glass today? <laughs> this this advertisement was brought to you by the British Water Hydration Board. Ever, for a more hydrated Britain. When we were younger, you'd only ever drink water if you were absolutely fucking desperate. Yeah. Or maybe if there was a hose pipe to be drunk from for fun, because it was different. Well, if it. They had those little water fountains in the playground. Mm. But what we would do is we'd sometimes, if it was a hot day, go, oh, I'm so hot. And you'd put your head under it yeah. and then pretend that that water was sweat. Yeah. Because when you're a kid, right, 
you don't sweat that much and yet weirdly you want to look as if you sweat a lot it's something you aspire to as a child why i don't know it's sort of it seems like a mark of sort of like status in the playground i'm a sweater now he's well sweaty right yeah maybe it's sort of like shows that you you're going through the change of life (laughs) and you begin to perspire as we all used to call it yeah, that is what you used to call it, didn't you? This, I remember my we... mum saying, soon, soon you will go through the change of life. You will grow hairs in places where hairs do not currently exist. All that Your stuff, voice yeah. Will deepen. And... Maya. You will masturbate furiously and regularly. Soon you will begin to become obsessed with your own penis. <laughs> and it's all you will think about day and night. Um... I remember, like, my mum sort of telling me about the change of life a little bit and then picking up just ghastly scraps from my brother's disgusting, tawdry um, chat around mm. the house, which I felt really uncomfortable about because they'd always be talking about stuff like, as they said in the 80s, getting your leg over oh. or giving her one oh, and all of this. God. And I'd be like, what What are they talking about, what, mother? What, Make what, them what? stop. What have they given her and why only one? The more? big boys are scaring me again with their badinage. Right. <laughs> and I thought, I remember thinking, it's a bit awkward. Um, aren't dads supposed to do this? So I sort of wanted my dad mm. to give me, I kind of wanted my dad to tell me, right, some shit. But me and my dad didn't have that sort of relationship. Yeah. But I decided one weekend I'll, I'll, I'll try and bring it up with him to see, because it might be nice for my dad for us to sort of connect in in that way mm. where your dad tells you some like you know does the old son we've got to have a chat kind of you know I think I think my son probably dread, I mean I do that a lot to him because obviously I'm a fucking with all my mental health bollocks that I can't stop going on about I'm always trying to sit him down and have serious chats and he's like you can just see anything and not this again right whereas I was the other way around I was I kind of quite wanted it and uh, but I didn't know how to bring it up and there was this one sort of humpback bridge that we always drove over on the way. He would often pick me up and we'd drive round to his mum's house, mm. his mum and dad's house, which is sort of a little bit outside of London. That used to be quite a regular trip at the weekend when he picked me up. And there was a humpback bridge that you always had to go over. Mm. And when you went over it, it was one of those, you know, a humpback bridge where, you, where your tubby goes, woo, woo, yeah, you know, that yeah. sort of bridge. The best kind. Quite exciting. Yeah. Quite, quite exciting but I don't know if you get them anymore much but there was this one in in West London that was like known for it like kids talk about it. if you drive over that bridge your stomach feels like it's coming up and out yeah. your mouth it was crazy well, why aren't there so many why have they taken them away they're fucking Tories. I don't know I think that they were deemed dangerous or too exciting is there any is there any round your way there's, there's none round my way that makes you go your tummy go funny I'm trying to think I can't think of any. You'd know because if you went over one regularly, that would be. Nah, I think know, the last one. The last really one I, I remember was probably over on holiday somewhere, and there was a yeah, local. They one. flattened them all out, mate. Fucking cunts. Yeah, health and safety, innit? The EU probably got shot at them. Yeah. We'll, hopefully, we'll bring them back now. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why, but I thought the fact that my tummy went funny might have been a good segue into the fact that I was. <laughs> growing pubes <laughs> <laughs> well planned <laughs> you planned that well 
Yeah, I, don't know. I thought it was like I thought it was like sort of all to do with my innards mm. and I was like said to my dad Tommy goes funny really funny when I go over that bridge and he goes yeah I know yeah of course this is that bridge we, we always talk about it. I go, yeah happens. but really funny and he goes yeah and I go same thing happens to me sometimes when I go in a lift oh. and he goes does it uh, whatever and there's just a really long awkward pause in the car right because my dad wasn't one for these kind of chats <laughs> and it was like I must have been the only kid who was actually trying <laughs> to get his parents to have a chat like that every other kid's trying to avoid it yeah. and I go I know why I brought the lift thing up I said yeah my tummy goes funny quite a lot in situations like that for instance in lifts really weird and he goes right just staring ahead driving long pause and then I go <laughs> mum says I'm going through the change of life <laughs> I remember it so vividly because it was so awkward. I just thought, fuck it, I'm going to say it. I mean, you know, Andy, from personal painful experience, I'm not good with silences. I will try and fill dead air. It's the DJ in me, right? I don't like dead air, Andy, and I didn't even then. So we're having a drive drive from my house out to my grandparents' house was a good 45 minutes, right? And like, I'd be trying to keep the conversation going and my dad would just be like trying to listen to the music, to the radio or something. Dad, say something. I hate this dead air. Dad, dead air is a sin. It's a crime and you know that. Dad, mum says I'm going to... Well, I didn't call him dad. I called him Barry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is even funnier yeah. I think that was because my parents especially my dad was quite left wing and a bit of a hippie yeah. and in those days it was sort of like hey man yeah, was, you don't yeah, have to yeah. label us we're, we're human beings and you need to see that Yeah, right it's really old fashioned and square to say mum and dad so I go Barry <laughs> I did call my mum mum Barry <laughs> mum says I'm going through the change of life just fucking ignored that. He just said, really? And then just nice. carried on in silence. Good for you, son. Yeah. That's nice. Good to hear. <laughs> About fucking time, God. you little squirt. Um, I mean, I... I yeah, I, so I, I don't didn't, know how we got onto that. I didn't give my kids the uh, the birds and the bees talk because, I mean, they're on the internet, do you mm. know what I mean? I assume they just pick it up from there. And uh, I didn't get given it either. I remember being told by um, one of the kids in my class at school, Brian Appleby. Mm. Uh, he he told me that uh, how how sex works, how it happens. The mm. uh, the the boy's willy goes in in and out of the girl's vagina. Um, but he says to stop yeah. to stop yourself from from getting her pregnant, you put you use a blob. He told me about the the blob, which is um, a bit of rubber that you put on the end of your willy. Now, right. to my imagination, do you remember those things where you used to be able to get a, a little, like a toothpaste tube full of like li- slightly liquidized rubber, and you'd stick a straw into it, and you'd blow it, and it would make a balloon. Yeah, that's the the oh, liquidized yeah. rubber. I thought that's kind of what the blob was, and then you just popped yeah. one of them, and it'd like, go like, in your jack ger- like germaline almost, like germaline that comes yeah. out of a tube, and you just pop and it, it on the it end. Would go it- and it would sort of block your japs eye and would, stop the spunk from coming out. Yeah. Except you wouldn't even known about spunk back then. Spunk might have been mentioned, but that was almost an afterthought. So yeah, for a long yeah. time till I was about twenty-seven, 
I think that was what I thought <laughs> it was about. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there was no, none of that kind of talk. It went on in our house. It was too late by the time you found out. You'd already had two kids. Yeah, that was the thing. And I bought up I, all uh, of those all, all of those balloon kits off the off eBay as well <laughs> to use. I'm sure I've told you this before, but the best um, playground sex confusion that I can ever remember is asking I actually asked my cousin this my Italian cousin because obviously my Italian cousins were basically having it off with supermodel level women of course from about the age of 12 (laughs) as far as I could establish (laughs) you go over there (laughs) and they'd just be really sophisticated like smoking a cigarette they'd have a cigarette in their mouth a cigarette in their mouth an espresso cup in their hand 12 years old and some amazing bird who looked like Sophia Loren with fucking <laughs> double G cup tits like on one arm I go oh please mid Manuela like, you'd be like fucking hell what's going on here I haven't even had a fucking hand job yet <laughs> right <laughs> and uh, so I asked her I said hey hey Daniele yeah you know uh, when uh, people have it off like Yes, I am aware, Sam, of course. When they make love, you mean? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, like, when you hear them doing it, sometimes they make all noises like this. Uh, uh, uh. You're like, yes, sometimes there is noise, yes. And I go, you know, it's, it sounds like they're in pain, doesn't it? And he goes, perhaps, yes. He was the same age as me, right? We were both like, I don't know, 11 or something. But worlds and apart. I go, I know, worlds apart. And I go... Is that because you're supposed to put your balls in as well? (laughs) (laughs) And he takes a long draw on his cigarette and looks at me, looks at me quizzically. No, Sam, you do not. Why do you think you put the balls in too? I said, well, maybe that's why you hear the bloke sounding like he's in pain. I've heard them doing it and they're like this ah ah and I'm thinking fucking that sounds painful and then it it hit me that's because he stuck his balls in so you're getting the pleasure from your willy but you're simultaneously getting your pain from your balls and that's it it's pleasure and pain isn't it no Sam you are quite wrong very wrong must never say this again out loud to anyone Sam, we must end this conversation now before I lose what little respect I have for you. (laughs) Oh, God. Gentlemen, never put the balls in. (laughs) This is a public service announcement. This is a public service announcement from the British Board of Having It Off. The British British Board of the Missionary Position. Never put the balls in. (laughs) Having it off. Have you done it this week, madam? <laughs> i got to tell you, football yesterday, that reminds me, I just received a message on our West Ham WhatsApp group. Mm. And um, one of our gang, Becky, is, um, she's a doctor. You know, mm. like she's a very senior kidney consultant. Yeah, you've probably mentioned made before. Reference yeah. before. And she is a lovely yet formidable woman. Excellent. Right? And uh, she's very much one of the lads mm-hmm. and can sort of outdrink all of us. He's obviously infinitely more intelligent than all of us yeah. and more capable and all the rest of it, right? Amazing. 
yesterday, a sort of a part-time member of the gang who actually lives in another country mm. turned up. Mm. Um, and he doesn't know everyone. He obviously doesn't know her, uh, as you're about to find out in the story. <laughs> and I've just found out from a message that he turned up paralytic, went up to her and said, Hello, little lady, and whose wife are you? <laughs> oh, now he's dead. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's been seen. I, I, I heard the St. John's ambulance coming. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think he'll he only oh. comes to West Ham about once a season because he lives abroad I don't think he'll be seen there again oh, for a while oh, what a lie hello yeah. little lady God. and whose wife are you Fuck he was me. dead serious as well I wasn't even being ironic Jesus Christ funny isn't it jalapeño here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering for the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month you can get up to four episodes a week nine months before the rest of the world gets them early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that'll get right on your tits Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jalapeño. Oh, there's an email that I, I thought was worth reading. Let's have a look at this. Uh, this is from uh, Pete Clark. Sorry if you asked for anonymity, Pete. It's too late now. Um, he says it's a long one, but stick with it. It's fairly long. We've had longer. In the late 1990s, I was invited to speak at a conference in Manchester. There would be a secret VIP guest. Uh, living in Liverpool, it was about a 45-minute drive. Unfortunately, I misjudged my coffee intake to travel time ratios and needed a piss. By the time I got near the venue, I really needed a piss. I turned into the entrance to be met by a long queue of cars, the entrance road, uh, because of the ridiculous amount of security on the gate. Having been there before, I knew if I drove around the block, I could get into the sports field at the back of the building where I could piss. However, there was more security on the back gate and the car park was packed. By the time I parked my car, I was close to exploding. I jumped out of the car with the intention of pissing anywhere, only to be greeted by the groundsman. I was doing the I need a piss dance and shouting, I need a piss, I need a piss. The laughing groundsman told me to go through a nearby door, which led to the back entrance to the boardroom toilets. I booted open the door with my pants open and my dick in my hand and charged the nearest urinal. Halfway through the best piss I've ever had, accompanied by full-on orgasmic sound effects, I was aware someone was standing next to me. Initially, I was struck by the full-length camel hair coat. Expensive coat, I thought. I looked up to see a bemused Prince Charles looking at me. Whoa! <laughs> this is, this, uh, have you read this out? Oh, go, go on, finish uh, the email. G- good morning, he said. <laughs> I managed a quick smile. 
and a quick all right before giving the little fella a shake and sharply heading out of the front door i opened the door to see a fucking enormous security guard blocking my way out where the fuck did you come from he shouted as he stormed past me into the bog to see if i'd killed a pissing charlie after the event (laughs) the speakers all lined up to be introduced to his royal highness as he worked his way along the line i was shitting myself uh oh mr clark charles said we met earlier (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he didn't shake. I had a good look at he, your cock. Yeah, yeah. He didn't shake my hand, and then he says, "P.S. I didn't see his cock. I imagine his cock is the same as his fingers, like a sausage. Yeah, all pink and firm, yeah. like a sausage. So there we water are. Water retention. Good story. He's got a cock that suffers from water retention. Now, did you read that out at all? Influenced by the message I sent you on Saturday. Do you remember what I said um, on Saturday? No, I just saw it. I just think we're, we're in a bit of a royal vibe at the minute because we've had a lot of Queen well, comment. this is so outlandish. Mm. And so... Co- I haven't talked about the Cosmos for a while because actually, for a while, the Cosmos has not been such a big presence in my life. Recently, it has been a huge presence, right? Wow. There has been so much Cosmos shit going on. It's unbelievable. And this is the biggest Cosmos signal of all. As you know, in the past, I didn't used to know why the Cosmos sent signals, Mm -hmm. usually in the form of wild coincidences. Mm -hmm. Then I did some research and I found out that what it, if you see a lot of different things happening, what what it's basically saying is you're doing the right thing at the moment. I thought it was, I thought it was that you need to hydrate more. Well, there's that as well. Right. Hi- everything's fine, apart from make sure you're taking on a little bit more hydration yeah. through the day, right? So Friday's episode, we talk a load about the royal family, about the Queen's Jubilee pudding, but also quite a lot about how we liked Harry, but we thought that William was a bit of a company man and a, a bit of a knob, <laughs> right? Bit square, to say the least, right? Now, everyone uh, subsequently would have read about him getting booed at Wembley by the Scousers on um, at the cup final. Which, by the way, I say the Scousers. <clears throat> I'm sure the Scout, there was a lot of Scousers booing them. But let's not forget as well, Liverpool have a large Irish support. They always have done. Yeah. And a lot of those fans at Wembley would have just come over from Ireland. And so the idea that the Irish... Which the island, an occupied nation, are <laughs> gonna going. fucking are gonna fucking cheer the royals? Do you know what I mean? Oh, right, okay, like, of course yeah. they're gonna fucking boo. Right. Of course they're gonna boo. <clears throat> right. So what I'm saying is fair, fair play to the Scousers and the Irish and anyone else who wanted to do it. It's free country, right? Anyway, that's no, not the point at all. Oh. No, the, but the point is, this is the mad thing. It's so mad that I almost expect people not to believe it, but all I can say is, it's fucking true, and they were witnesses. We've talked about the Royals on Friday at length. Saturday morning, me and Len go to the gym together, right? I yeah. take, I've got a personal trainer I see in the week, and I take, I take Len along with me on a Saturday, and we do a sort of a thing together. And uh, we're warming up as normal. Sunny day, so we're warming up outside. It's just a very small council gym, right? Uh, but it is set amidst a, uh, uh, a sprawling fucking network of playing fields, right? Yeah. 
very large network of playing fields that on a Saturday are full of all different schools from over West London, South London, South West London, far and wide, playing football matches, rugby, and even at this time of year, cricket too. What do, you, right? do, so, do you think, what's the hydration situation? Are there, are there taps? It looks decent. Just to bring your own, it looks decent. Just to bring your own hydration. There's actually... Uh, our gym which is just in the middle of it yeah. it just happens to be next to it so you see it all so they're not associated because the gym's just council gym I don't know who owns the playing fields probably local or far, I don't know but that certainly there's a tap on the wall that you can go in um, replenish <coughs> your flask with yeah, whenever you've that, that out of hydration good. it's not ideal but right. it sounds good it's better than nothing and because it was sunny we're outside we're hydrating mm. we're, we're doing a bit of a warm up right and you see lots of parents wandering to and from the game. So recently, we've seen Joe Cole there a couple of times because right, yeah. his boy, his boy plays football down there sometimes on a Saturday for his team. Right? Uh, you see all, all parents walking back and forth, and uh, I see a dad walking along. Right, very elegant looking bald bloke in the distance walking along, and his Jack Jones walks past where me and Len and our trainer Jordan are doing a warm up. About. 10 yards from where we are. Turns his head, looks looks at me. I'm doing a fucking star jump. Star jump, star jump. <laughs> right. <laughs> One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. <laughs> right. He's looked over. I've gone to Jordan and Len. Fucking hell. Look who that is. They look round and go, that's Prince William. Fucking hell. They look round and they go, yeah, it is. He fucking hears me. He looks back and smiles and waves, right? <laughs> then That's right, Jordan's mate. gone. Jordan is going, oi, oi. Keep at it, sunshine. Yeah. Nice star jumps. I heard that podcast you done yesterday. Yeah. Naughty, naughty. Not, not happy with that. <laughs> Thought no, I'd come mate, down and have a word. <laughs> mate, you were a bit naughty, weren't you? I'm sure you'd be the first to admit you were a little bit naughty. You, like, I'm up for a laugh as much as the next cunt but there's a line and I think you just went over it yesterday didn't you that's why I've come down to look at you doing your fucking star jumps send right? a message I couldn't believe it Jordan's fucking running the gym to tell the other trainer his mate fucking hell look there's Prince William he, what was weird was he appeared to be on his own then I see about 10 yards behind him a bloke plain clothed and everything but who was clearly his bodyguard who was giving us the eye and just looking out everywhere right but a lot less security than you would imagine he goes into the little coffee bit right which is just part of the gym council gym very rundown just one of those very little kind of it's just like a room with like a woman and a uh, like not even fancy coffees I think it's just a black and white coffee situation Right, and a couple of fucking flapjacks on the table in front of her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, enough, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, we're not. We're talking not even Starbucks level. Prince William, we're talking, mate. Polystyrene cup of coffee. Good. Yeah. Mm. She, she, he, he fucking walks in there on his Jack Jones. Wow. Orders a fucking coffee, and the security guard just stands outside, eyeballing everyone. Right. Fucking. He, and he's just in there chatting to the woman. And he orders himself a fucking coffee. Stays for a little bit, chats, comes out, walks walks up a bit, yeah. gets in the fucking Range Rover, gets driven off. Wow. 
I couldn't believe <clears> it. I wouldn't have been able to believe it anyway, right? Mm. But then on top of that, the fact that we've been talking about it on the pod was even more mind-blowing. Yeah. But then listen to this. I'm interested in your take, right? I went round to my brother-in-law's afterwards, right? It was a bit of a family do, my wife's family. And my brother-in-law and my mother-in-law were there. And I went, fucking hell, listen to this. Guess what happened to me and Len earlier, right? And they're like, what? <laughs> and I told the story, right? Mm. And my brother-in-law's like this. Yeah, so? Mm-hmm. And I went, what do you mean, yeah, so? I said, fucking Prince William was down at the fucking gym having a coffee. And he went, to be honest, mate, I don't know what you want me to say. He's just a normal bloke like anyone else. <laughs> and I went, what? Yeah, I know that. He went, uh, 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 to be, and he tried to fucking cunt me off, power play me. He goes, to be honest, I've, I've never been that keen on the royal family. I just see them as like a normal hu- human beings. And I said, listen, cunt. I went, <laughs> I said to him, I'm fucking, I'm a fucking Republican, right? <laughs> I'm not a fucking monarchist. This is not about me going, oh, I have been touched by greatness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was in the aura of, of, the, of the heir to the throne, <laughs> right? I said, it's not to do with that. I'm not, impre- I don't, I'm not saying he's a fucking magic man, right? The point is, he's Prince fucking William, and that is not the sort of person you expect to see bowling around down the fucking playing fields and having a coffee on a Saturday. You just don't expect it. It's an exceptional experience. And then the mother-in-law's doing it. So it's like, oh, yeah, what was he doing there, do you think? I don't fucking know. I've done some digging and found out why he was there. Right. But... Uh, I don't want to breach his security, no, so I'm not, not. going to say loads about it, right? <clears throat> but I've gone, I've gone, listen, you fucking pair of dickheads. What are you fucking custard pieing me over this for? I've been down there doing my usual Saturday routine with Len, right? And he's, and the fucking Prince William himself has just yep. fucking bowled past yep. and given us a smile and a wave. Yeah. I'm sorry, you don't have to be a royalist. You don't have to be in agreement with the fucking notion of an unelected monarchy. Do you know what I mean? To find that a remarkable incident. What do you no, think? No, I think you're totally right. They've, they've cunted you off there. They're just jealous. That's what that they is. They cunted me off. They're jealous. Yeah, so even you, and you're like, you're a man, you're a cynical man who's hard to impress yeah. and you hate the royals, yeah. right? So what better judge of this situation than yeah. Andy Dawson? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, the fact that he's just there hanging about and having a coffee. You, you know what I think it is? What I think the backstory yeah. is, I know you've researched it, but it was FA Cup final day. He was there at the Cup final in yeah. the afternoon presenting the trophy yeah. and all that. He's seen these, this as an excuse to get out of the house for the whole day, away from the wife yes. and kids. Classic. And he's, he's gone, oh... Because she doesn't know when she kick-off doesn't is. Know when it is. He's gone, yeah, I've got to be there early because there's loads of admin and meets and greets. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, in the, I'm in the VIP area and I've got to, like, meet people and that. I've got to stretch yeah. out. I've got to do my stretching. Um, I'll, I, I'll have to be out half eight and I'll not be back till pretty gone midnight. So <laughs> and he's like, he's gone. fuck that. Yeah. And then he gets in the car and he <laughs> right. says to his security guard, he goes, will it, will it be straight to Wembley, sire? Fuck that. Yeah. Take us down let's, them playing fields, let's just right? A, let's just have uh, a drive around and have a look, see what's going on. Yeah, stop at them playing fields. We'll see if they've got a coffee shop down there. That's what he's done. <laughs> yeah. We'll go, yeah, 
We'll go and have a fucking coffee and a flapjack, you cunt. Hey, hey, is the truck of D-Ross still open? Let's go down there. Go to the machines. I love that. Hey. I love that dancing machine. Is that still a thing? <laughs> and I tell you what, while we're there, if we've got time, we'll go to M&M World. Have you ever been there? It's fucking amazing, man. Everything to do Give with them the M&Ms. M&M clothes, M&M toys. Hats. Give them a ring. I'll get them to shut the shop for half an hour. I'll have it all to myself, like Michael Jackson used to do with Dixons. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you agree with me, That's right? Because I was doing. like, "What have they cutting oh, yeah, me off for?" This is yeah. This is my best story. This is my best story. And do you know what? Mm. It had an effect on me I that I did. didn't then tell. When when my um, other brother-in-law, who's much less cunty I mean I love them both actually like real brothers both my brothers I've been quite lucky in that regard but he's a little bit less sort of leery I thought I, he'd like to know but I can't I didn't feel like I could tell him because I thought I don't want to bring it up again mm. and get mugged off again for it yeah. like everyone trying to imply that I'm some sort of Tory royalist it's, just it's because I was impressed that. by seeing it's him shitty behaviour and then the next day at football I didn't tell my mates either yeah because I I was, I'd been scarred. It was, I, was, I don't want to use the word trauma, but I'd been, there had been an emotional impact. And I thought, I don't want to tell them in case they mug me off for saying yeah, it. So yeah. I just keep stood. Well, I hope this podcast But this podcast is, is, is a safe space. Yeah, this podcast totally is, is a safe space. No, but that's the thing. Your friends and your family, the people you love and you care about, you should always support everything they do and say. Even if you don't mm. completely agree with it, and you might need to have a quiet word with them, one to one, at some point about some things they do and say, but that thing of like publicly dissing you, that's not fucking healthy. That's not good. That, mate, that's my whole life. My family never t- have supported anything I've done. That's true. Yeah, you tell us that. Apart, yeah. from, I mean, obviously, my wife does, and my kids kind of, kind of do. All oh, right. But like my my brothers and my dad and everyone, they're just like you could tell them anything. They just go, "That's shit." That's probably that's shit. What are you telling us that for, cunt? That's not even true. You're lying, <coughs> right? Yeah. And so you're in ther- there's no point telling these and, people anything. And you're anything. in therapy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, big time, Weird. mate. <laughs> Wait till my fucking book comes out. Oh well, at least you're staying <laughs> hydrated, Sam. That's the real thing. That's, that's all thing. I can do. And it's all I can do, you, isn't it? You have done throughout this episode. It, it hydrates the brain, yeah, and it it literally washes away the trauma. It washes away the pain in the brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, that's it from this one. There's another slug of water there from Sam. Um, oh. Quick update on the prediction league. Oh, Sam, you got two points at the weekend. I got four points. Results box got three points. Um, at the weekend it's the end of the season we've got all 10 Premier League games to predict and Sunderland versus Wickham Wanderers at Wembley which happens on Saturday so you're 16 wow. points you're 16 points so behind so exciting you're 16 points you behind are. it's almost like the 12th round of a boxing fight where you've got to come out and somehow knock, I just knock got me a out fucking, yeah it's a Hail Mary they call it in yeah. American sports don't so, they so that's that's what you're facing but we'll see we'll, we'll do that on Friday's episode that's exciting and Saturday's well exciting are you coming down Friday yeah coming down Friday got to be Trafalgar Square in it as we always oh, do Friday I bet night your logis- I bet your logistics are sensational I, will I mean re- we haven't got time to go into them but maybe mm-hmm. if we do Friday's episode I'll I, get a bit of insight I'll, to what your I'll logistics are I'll reveal the logistics after the event 
Because okay. I don't want to oh, yeah, you don't want anyone coming to hijack them. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, thanks very much for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.